name is Mandy and I'd love to welcome you back to another episode of the Mystical Moon Society podcast. So normally I would be joined by my co-hosts Mona and Cecilia and they should definitely be joining us here back next week. But for today, you've got me and I am so excited to talk to you guys today about moon rituals, specifically new moon rituals. We're going to be going over today um, how to prepare for a new moon ritual, the tools you might need for one, and the whole reason we even do these things in the first place. So summer is officially over. It ended yesterday, Monday the 23rd, and I know some of you might be kind of sad about that. I mean, some people want summer forever, right? But if I was being honest, I have to say that I am an autumn kind of girl all the way. I mean, I was born in October, so I love when the leaves change color. I love when it gets a little cooler outside. I'm definitely a big fan of sweater weather and I love, 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 love spooky season. I mean, Halloween's right around the corner over here. So I already got the decoration boxes out of the garage and I've already started decorating and I know some people might think I'm a little crazy. I mean, it's only like, it's, little past the middle of September, but hopefully I'm not the only one. I think my neighbor across the street is just a little more spooky than I am because he already started decorating the front yard. So I feel a little better about that. But anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand because honestly, I could go on and on about Halloween forever, but we'll save that for future episodes in October. Let's get back to new moons. So here to greet the autumnal equinox this week will be the new moon this upcoming Saturday, September 28th. And this moon will reside in the zodiac sign of Libra. And interestingly enough, Libra will also be the sun sign for the month as we head into Libra season. So lots of Libra energy going around for this new moon. And the zodiac sign that the new moon falls under for that month does have significance, but we'll definitely cover all of that just a little later on. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about the basics of new moon rituals. What exactly is a new moon? So the technical term for new moon or dark moon as it's sometimes referred to, the definition in astronomy is that it's the first lunar phase. When the moon and sun have the same ecliptic longitude at this phase, the lunar disk is not visible to the naked eye, except when it's silhouetted during a solar eclipse. So that's the technical twist to it. In spiritual terms, the new moon represents new new beginnings. It's the first phase of the moon and it represents the time when all things are possible and your connection to the divine or spirit is definitely enhanced during this time. The energies around you are helping you to achieve and manifest the desires in your heart. So kind of think of the law of attraction with a sort of witchy twist to it. Intention setting and ritual are present during new moons with an emphasis on bringing in new people, experiences, abundance, love, etc. So let's talk about why we should do a new moon ritual each month. What are the benefits from this? So the new moon is an ideal time to definitely plant seeds of intention. It's where um, your dreams come to build. Think about what you want your life to look like for the upcoming month. List off your desires and definitely go inside. It's an internal kind of thing. What are these silent petitions in your heart that you wish more than anything would come true for you? 
The new moon is the best time to plant these seeds in kind of like an invitation from the universe to start fresh and set your intentions to help those wishes and desires to come true. Adding an actual ritual into this type of lunar energy helps you to focus on those intentions and it shows the universe that you're definitely serious about what you want to manifest. Some people might ask what makes this different from a full moon ritual. Some people like to do uh, rituals during the full moon or during the new moon moon and they both can mean different things. Usually full moons represent a sense of completion. Full moons can be a period of letting go of what no longer serves you. So it's saying thank you for the wonderful people or experiences you received in the month and releasing everything else to kind of prepare to make room for new opportunities awaiting for you. We can definitely dive deeper into full moon rituals and their purpose in a future episode, but that's the basic difference between um, full moons and new moons, especially when you're going into a ritual ritual setting. Let's talk about the tools that you might need to perform a new moon ritual. So first off, any ritual you perform should always be completely personal to you. It should always include things that make you you. So um, any specific type of crystals that you um, are connected to, pictures, drawings that you may have done or that are important to you, anything like that, that's definitely a good thing to bring into your ritual space. Other basic tools some people might include in moon rituals are a journal to write in, a candle, um, oils and herbs to help set your intentions, and anything else you might include that's on your personal altar, like we talked about before, like pictures and figurines, statues, crystals, anything like that can go ahead and help you out. I personally like to use um, my specific new moon journal. I just bought a new one. It's super cute. It's all pink and girly, but um, I like to just infuse my energy into that. I usually keep my new moon and full moon rituals uh, journal separately just because I feel like I attach different energy to each of those and I also love to use a candle. I used to use in the very beginning I would buy these huge candles and I am not the kind of person that loves to have candles burning at night mainly because I live here by myself so I definitely that kind of isn't my favorite to leave candles burning all night so instead of buying the really big tall candles I have gone to tea light candles. I've bought a ton off um, Amazon or whatever and I use those because they're quick burning but they're good enough to just set my intention when I'm doing my ritual and they burn out pretty fast. I mean I personally don't have like six hours plus to watch a candle burn out um, so I definitely like a little bit of a shortcut and I, I love tea lights or votive candles, something that's a little more quick burning. And I just recently online somewhere, somebody mentioned something even faster using a birthday candle as sort of a super fast kind of shortcut to manifesting, I guess, during your rituals. So if I am definitely pressed for time, I think I might carry some birthday candles with me and do that. Okay, let's keep going. So you have all your tools together for your new new moon ritual and the new moon is here. So now what? Well, that's great. Glad you have all your tools together. So let's get right into 
kind of the preparation to your new moon ritual. So I like to start off all of my moon rituals by smudging the area I will be setting my intention in. I usually like to burn white sage followed by um, burning some palo santo or something similar to just really give off those peaceful vibes. You definitely want to banish any negativity from your space around your body by and smudging is definitely an excellent way to begin your rituals. It sort of gives a clean slate for what's about to be offered next. Um, and if you'd like more information on sage, smudging, anything like that, be sure to check out one of our previous episodes, Saging 101, to learn more about the benefits of sage and smudging in your home or office. All right, let's go on. After smudging, I like to sit in my favorite cozy chair. It's this huge, big, poofy recliner. I also grab a big, fluffy blanket if it's not 90 degrees like it is here in Texas still. But I also like to grab anything else that's going to make me just get the vibe right. I like to brew my favorite herbal tea. It's usually chamomile. And I grab my journal of choice. I also love to put on some really soothing music. Those binaural beats, I hope I'm saying that right, on YouTube. You can find those on there on your phone or whatever. And those are really good to just help get you into that mindset. And once I'm playing that music, I just kind of let myself just kind of drift off into la la land. I love to just daydream a little because new moons are all about creation. They're about imagination and manifesting your desires. So it's totally fine to drift off a little, let your thoughts wander a bit. But I always try to make sure to keep these thoughts on the positive side. Definitely do that if you can. And it just helps create the environment. It helps you envision the type of immediate future that you want to bring into your reality. Okay, so we've got the vibe, right? We've got our blanket. We're seated in our comfy chair. We got our tea, maybe even a glass of wine if you want. Everything's all good to go. So when you're ready, it's a really good rule of thumb to create or cast a protective circle around you, around your space as you begin your ritual. I wasn't doing this in the beginning and it wasn't until I met Cecilia who kind of lovingly guided me into casting circles and it honestly it is a very good thing to bring into your practice because it sets the intention that this is your space. Nothing else of a lower vibration is allowed in here without your permission. So once you cast that circle around you, I have to cast the circle. I like to use a selenite wand. I wave it around my body in a clockwise motion as I was taught. And you can consider that the, cur- the circle has now been cast. So you want your space in the circle to only include um, the spirits or energies that you have personally invited. So calling upon the elements, your spirit team, like your spirit guides, angels, ancestors, um, all those that are here for your highest good are great to invite into your circle. I also love to call Archangel Michael in just for extra protection as well as the goddess Hecate for similar reasons. And Mona um, helped introduce me to Hecate as well. I'm bringing her energy in. It's it's awesome what you can learn when you bring more people into your rituals. You start adopting things that work for you. And I definitely have the girls to thank for helping to just boost my ritual experience. 
Okay, once you have cast your circle, I would begin with writing down your intentions into your journal, your phone, whatever it is that you're using to um, manifest. Make sure to be as detailed as possible. The universe loves details. So you want to give the universe a specific blueprint of what you're looking to manifest at this time. If it's a new lover, a new love that you want to bring in, write down what this person, he or she looks like to you when you daydream about meeting them. What does their smile look like? What would your dream date with them be like? Write all of that down and be as detailed as possible. And at the end of it, just write down how all of that makes you feel. What are the good feelings that comes out whenever you envision all of that? Are you envisioning that it's already been created, that the universe has already brought that to you? That's definitely a good little manifesting trick when you're writing these details down, imagining that it's already happened, that it's already been delivered to you and it's yours. Let's say you're wanting to manifest a new home, your dream home. Write down in that journal or paper or phone or whatever you have, write down what that front door looks like from the outside of your dream home. What does your dream home look like as you step inside that front door? Are there wooden floors as soon as you walk in? Is there a staircase? What color are the walls? Remember, details matter, but most importantly, the feeling of what you want is the most important thing to note here when setting your intentions for the new moon. Always go for that highest vibrational feeling of what you hope to manifest because that's definitely what the universe is going to be answering. What's the vibration that you're going for? Always go for the highest one. Okay, once you're done writing everything down, and just keep in mind, it can be as short or as long as you want. You can have one thing that you want to just put all your energy into to manifest at this time, or you can write a whole page of things. Either way, once you're done, just be sure to reread that list. Make sure to make any edits at this time. This is going to be your wish list to the universe. So you want to make sure that you get that all good to go. Once you're done, say a little prayer of gratitude to the universe for bringing everything you want or better as soon as it's possible. After this step, I usually like to burn my list in a heat safe bowl and I give thanks again to the universe as well as everyone I've called into my circle, my spirit guides, the ancestors, um, angels, everyone that came in for help. I just say thank you from the bottom of my, of my heart um, for helping me manifest everything that I just wrote down. And I know somebody's going to ask me why I like to burn my intentions instead of just keeping them in my journal. And the reason I like to burn my intentions for the new moon is because I like the visual of seeing the smoke rise. It's like seeing my dreams and wishes actually making their way into the spirit world to be heard somehow. I don't know. That's just how I envision it. Um, and there's also another reason why I like to burn my intentions after I write them down. I also do it because I am definitely an overanalyzer. I have an analytical brain and sometimes if I just leave my um, intentions sitting in my new moon journal I'll have the temptation to just go back reread what I wrote and this will be like a week later and I'm like oh dang it I should have asked for this instead or maybe I should have written this a little differently or worded that weird or asked for xyz instead and I just feel like when I do that I kind of muddle the vibration I've sent out to the universe and now my actual intentions are just confused I've confused myself I've confused the universe into not knowing which one it needs to bring me where's my vibration actually at which one do I really want 
So for me, since I'm a little neurotic with that kind of thing, I've found that burning my intentions just gets it out of my hand into the universe immediately. And I just let it go. It's an easy way for me to just let go of trying to control the outcome. So if you're like me, burning might be the option for you. But if you're able to find peace from rereading your intentions, you're not as neurotic as I am with trying to control the outcome, then definitely tape your intentions to a vision board or something. Or you can even tape them to your bathroom mirror. I've done that with some effort affirmations before and it works wonderfully. This will definitely help you to reaffirm each morning and at night before you go to bed. And it's not bad to add to your ritual. You'll um, find the thing that definitely works for you, whether it's burning, whether it's keeping it, whether it's just tucking it away in a safe place. Some people like to fold them up and put them under their pillow or their mattress and just sleep on it for the rest of the month until the next new moon comes. Definitely there's no right or wrong way to do any of this. It's literally just what you want to do. I have found personally that burning my rituals is just the thing that helps get it out of sight, out of mind. And it shows me that I have faith in the universe, that it's just going to deliver everything that I want. Okay, so your new moon ritual is done. You've done whatever you wanted to with that piece of paper and you're all set to go. You're trusting in the universe. So here are some helpful tips and hints after your ritual to just keep that energy flowing for the rest of the month and bring those intentions and manifestations into your space a little faster. So first, make sure that after you have performed your new moon ritual that you release the circle that you've cast. a quick thank you, express your gratitude to the elements, the deities, angels, spirit team, anyone that you've called in to help you during that ritual, just say thank you and mentally clear the circle clockwise or counterclockwise, I'm sorry, or use that tool of choice. Like I use my selenite wand. I raise the wand and I um, go in a counterclockwise motion around my body until I go back to the front. And um, once again, I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And the circle has now been released. Uh, Once again, Cecilia is the one who taught me the importance of circle casting in rituals and releasing the circle as well, making sure that you release anyone that you've called into the circle. I definitely want to see if we can get Cecilia to do an episode just on circle casting alone. If that's something you might be interested in, let me know in the comments below right now, and we'll see if we can get her to do a solo episode on that in the future. All right, after your ritual, make sure to keep envisioning those desires. Keep those in the back of your mind throughout the month. Those intentions and wishes that you've set, they've already been granted. They've already been completed. Keep thinking of it that way because they already have. The universe has said yes to you. The only thing that is in the way now is just you. The rest is now up to you. The universe has heard you. It's already said yes. Now it's up to you. How do we keep the way clear for our manifestations to catch up with us as soon as possible? Well, in my opinion, affirmations are definitely a great way to start. There are plenty of apps out there at our disposal that can send daily affirmations to you. I think I have one or two apps installed on my phone. I have that one sent daily. So I'm bombarded with affirmations daily, but I don't mind it 
it because it helps get me out of any funk that I'm in. It helps reset me. It helps me to recalibrate throughout the day if I'm not in the kind of frequency that I want to be in. So I also um, would recommend Louise Hay. H-A-Y. She's written several amazing books on daily affirmations to keep your vibe high so that our manifestations don't really have to wade through a sea of emotional debris like self-doubt, anger, or hopelessness to get to us when they're finally here. We are human, however, so take your time with these, especially if you're new to something like setting intentions or working with daily affirmations. It can take a while for our brains to get rewired to more positivity, so definitely be easy on yourself. Some people panic in the beginning a little when they catch themselves thinking negative thoughts and they're afraid that maybe they've repelled their manifestations, that they're not coming quick enough, but that's definitely not the case. Any negative thoughts, that kind of vibe might keep anything you're trying to manifest at bay for a little while, but it's not permanent. Just try to get back on track as quickly as possible once you notice it. As as long as you notice that you're not in the highest mindset you could be, that's great. That's like, that's definitely growing moving forward. So let's also talk about something else you can do. Grounding is an excellent way of just keeping yourself centered throughout the month after you've set those intentions. Literally going out into your yard in the grass or a park and feeling the ground beneath your feet. When I say beneath your feet, make sure your shoes are off, your socks are off, everything. You need actual soles of your feet touching the earth. That's definitely going to anchor you into the ground and it's going to get rid of any frantic, anxious, or pessimistic energy that might be keeping um, what you've set out into your new moon ritual from coming into fruition. It transmutes that And once those energies go into the earth, it creates something a little more positive. It's a form of release that's immediate and it can be done as many times as you need. I was someone who never really did grounding until I got with the group of girls that I do the rituals with that I'm with now and they recommended it a lot and it was anytime they were feeling a little off maybe um smudging or saging didn't help as much as as they wanted that day so they went out and they grounded in nature and I started doing that more and more when I was feeling a little off and I can just say the benefits are amazing so that's definitely something that you can help do as well um let's talk about carrying crystals throughout the month with you also carrying crystals I definitely recommend it. You want to ha- make sure that that crystal that you're carrying with you has been programmed with your intentions and um, your desires. And it's a great way to kind of have it as a touchstone throughout the month. If you've used that um, crystal throughout your ritual, it just kind of sets you back to that meditative place that you were in when you were trying to ask the universe for everything that you wanted. I usually carry a rose quartz with me that I carry a lot. I usually carry this rose quartz that I, I program it almost every single month, even during full moon rituals. And it just carries a lot of my own personal prayers it. So anything that's personal to you, coins, anything like that, you can use. Okay, so let's talk about what this Saturday's new moon is going to be like. This new moon will be occurring at 1.26 p.m. on Saturday, September 28th in the sign of Libra. So the zodiac sign 
a new moon falls under is definitely significant because it takes on the traits of that sign regardless of the sign you can still manifest and set your intentions for anything you desire but if you're wishing to desire something specific like love or a career or a new house or anything like that then researching the qualities of the sign that the new moon is under will help you um get that extra oomph when you're putting your dreams out into the universe so this saturday the new moon falls under libra which means it will be an extremely beneficial time to manifest anything having to do with love, relationships, beauty, commitment, legal cases, and communication. And this new moon is going to be beneficial to those things because that's what Libra is known for. So if you have anything that you'd like help with in manifesting something like that, whether it's um, relationships, getting closer to your partner, manifesting new love, you're creating a new beauty business, you would like a stronger commitment from somebody or you're battling something in the court. Libra is um, the sign of the scales justice so definitely good for that and if you just need help with communication in friendships and with parents in the work place anything like that this new moon this Saturday is going to be great energy for helping manifest anything like that. So let's talk about Libra a little more. Libra is an air sign and it's ruled by the planet Venus, which is known as the planet of love. Libra is the sign of harmony, diplomacy, justice, and beautiful things like we talked about. And Libra energy is definitely bright and flirty and you can find Libras at any social gathering being the life of the party. Libras love a good daydream, so bring on the intentions this new moon, especially if they have anything to do with relationships. And not only will this new moon fall under the sign of Libra, but it also coincides with actual Libra season, which started on Monday, September 23rd. So you're actually getting a double dose of Libra magic with this lunar cycle, which is kind of awesome. So definitely use it because you'll be feeling like you're on cloud nine, believing that anything and everything is possible. Libras love that um, rose colored glasses kind of flighty feeling and they love to laugh, have fun. They keep the peace. They live in a harmonious world whenever they can. And I would definitely advise using that kind of energy to your advantage to bring everything you want to you at this time. I am personally a Libra sun, so it just makes me giggle a little bit whenever I'm reading off the traits of Libra because I'm like, yep, that's me. Yep, check, check, check. Okay. But I'm definitely excited for this upcoming new moon because I've already started feeling that Libra energy. I mean, Libra season started on the 23rd, so I'm not surprised that that's kind of swirling about in the air right now, but I have already started kind of jotting down some of my intentions that I honestly can't wait to see come into reality, and I've already been imagining them as being completed just because I love the law of attraction. I'm definitely a student of the law of attraction, so I put a lot of my energy every day into affirmations and believing things that are already completed for my highest good. And um, this new moon is no different, but I definitely feel a little more excited just because it's under my sign. And I just feel like really great things are going to be happening for everyone under this new moon. I mean, the summer we had all those retrogrades and it was a little nuts and Virgo season was kind of heavy. I mean, I have Virgo placements in my chart too. I'm a Virgo moon, but even this Virgo kind of kicked my butt this Virgo season. 
Um, I, I really wonder what, like, how did you feel during this Virgo season? Let me know. Go on our Instagram too and comment on there. I think we had a thread going about Virgo season, how everyone was feeling there. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, so I can definitely feel the Libra energy swirling, like I talked about earlier. And even though the new moon isn't for another few days, I'm definitely starting to harness that energy right now. So I'm jotting down things that I think I might want to start manifesting for my new moon ritual on Saturday. I will finalize that list and just make it all nice and pretty for when I decide to actually burn it on Saturday. So the crystal of choice for this new moon is going to be rose quartz just because that's the stone that corresponds with Libra. It's the um, stone of love. And of course, Libra is ruled by the planet Venus, which is the planet of love. So it just corresponds. So if you have any rose quartz, it's definitely a good time to carry that around with you for good luck in love and abundance. So don't forget to talk your intentions into that crystal. And also, if you haven't checked out our episode on our top three favorite crystals that Cecilia, Mona, and I all discussed a couple of episodes ago, go ahead and check that one out. I go way into rose quartz and why it is my absolute favorite crystal to work with. Go check out that episode next. You're definitely going to love that one if you love crystals. Okay, let's get into some frequently asked questions I've been asked about new moons. So the first one I have is, do I have to do my ritual at night? And the answer to that is no, of course not. You don't have to do any rituals on a specific day or time, even plus or minus a day. You're still going to get that kind of energy. We all, we're all busy. We all have things going on in our lives. So if you can't make it at, what was it? 1.26 PM when the new moon starts and don't worry about it. Just do it whenever you can. I definitely have had times where I could only do the ritual the night before. And so I'll do it. I'll do it whenever I can. I just make sure to get my intentions out there. That's the most important thing. Make sure to get your intention out to the universe that you're wanting to see manifest. Most people do their rituals at night just because that's when they feel the most creative. That's usually when I like to do my rituals is at night. But do you have to do your ritual at night? No, not at all. Okay, can I use my journal for both new moon and full moon rituals? Um, that one's up to you. Like I said earlier, I personally like to keep full moon and new moon rituals separate just because I put so many different types of energy into each journal. Like my new moon, I'm a little more upbeat and creative and just wanting to put a lot of positive vibes in there because I'm trying to bring stuff into my space, into my world. Whereas full moon energy in that journal, I am feeling a little more mellow. I'm in releasing mode. I'm wanting to just be a little calmer. So I like to just keep those two kind of frequencies separate. I don't even, I'm kind of weird. I don't even like my journals to like even really be close to each other. Each journal is sitting on opposite sides of the bookcase right now. That's just me. I don't know. That's probably my Virgo moon talking. I'm a little OCD with that kind of stuff. But Okay, let's go into the last one. Is it okay to do my new moon ritual with other people? Oh my gosh, yes. Bring as many people as you want into this. The more the merrier, I say. I started out doing moon rituals by myself. I still do a lot of moon rituals um, by myself. I'm probably going to do my new moon ritual by myself this weekend just because I'm going to be traveling. So I'm not going to have my girlfriends around me. But whenever we can, when our schedules work out, we all try to gather and 
the vibe when we all are in the same room it's just it's magnetic you can feel it you can feel the energy just boost and it kind of gives you that extra push maybe into the universe to just manifest that much stronger just having the girls there when we've all gathered and when some of us have been brave enough to share what we are really wanting to seek into our lives, opening our hearts, it's just creates such a wonderful experience. Just a feeling of sisterhood when all six of us gather especially. And you just feel so close to the divine, the divine feminine. And it's just, the dynamic is just a whole whole new kind of experience. So yes, I would say if you can do it with other like-minded people that you know are high vibing, aren't going to bring the energy low, then yeah, definitely bring in um, other people into your ritual. We like to make a little party out of it. We have like a potluck kind of situation and everyone comes over and there's usually adult beverages going around and all that good stuff. So rituals are, especially new moon rituals, it's kind of a time of just celebrating even full moon rituals. I mean, full moons are a time of completion and even that's a time to celebrate to me too. I mean, you made it another month. You're releasing full moons that don't serve you anymore. So I think any excuse to get your people together to create magic is just a great excuse. So yeah, get your people together as many as you want. And if you've never done a new moon ritual before with your friends, um, listen to a podcast together, look at YouTube videos together, create a ritual that sounds fun to you guys. Don't just go based on what anyone else is telling you. Do what feels right because by the next new moon ritual, you're definitely going to be tweaking it, finding out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So yeah, but it's definitely okay to do rituals by yourself as well. You don't have to have anybody. And you can also see people doing live rituals that you can join in on, uh, on places like uh, Facebook Live or YouTube going live. So yeah. Well, guys, I think that's it for today. And I hope some of these tips and suggestions I've covered here today resonate for you. If you're listening on YouTube today, don't forget to hit that subscribe button for us. And please, please, please hit the like button as well for this video. We'd appreciate it so much. Also, if you have any comments or suggestions about new moon rituals, let us know in the comments below or let us know what you have planned for your own ritual this upcoming Saturday. We love hearing about your personal and unique touches to any type of moon ritual like this. So be sure to check Check us out on social media under Mystical Moon Society. And we just want to say a quick thank you again for tuning in today, guys. We hope you have a great week and we can't wait to see you back here again next Tuesday.